We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey, Rotoviz Radio listener. This is Curtis Patrick from the Dynasty Command Center podcast, and I've got a special deal for you today. Go to rotoviz.com, click the subscribe button, put the 12-month subscription in your cart, and use promo code RVRADIO2021. That's RVRADIO2021. And you're going to save 10%. Taking advantage of this deal, getting your hands on what's included in the package is the best way to enhance your performance this year. So go to rotoviz.com and subscribe now. Over and you're listening to the Rotoviz Draft Series on Rotoviz Radio, brought to you by Blue Wire. My name is Colin Kelly. You can follow me on Twitter at Overtime Ireland. On today's show, I'm delighted to be joined by two of my favorite guys to talk college football with. That is John Daigle, who you can follow on Twitter at NotJDaigle. He is, of course, of NBC Sports Edge Football. And of course, Travis May is going to be joining us too. You'll know him from the College to Canton podcast on Rotoviz Radio. And of course, his great work up on rotoviz.com as well. You can check out Travis's Twitter feed at FF underscore Travis M. Today, we're going to be talking about the quarterback position and we're heading into a, a fantastic quarterback draft. And, you know, if you're not hyped already for this quarterback class, you are going to be by the time you hear the end of this conversation as, as we talk through it. Travis has been on with myself and Sean before, and we've talked about this possibly being the the best prospect class from the quarterback position of all time. So it's going to be hype. There's going to be a lot of talk. Let's see who we think out of the big guns is going to to make that leap to the NFL level. Who we think might be hits, who might be misses, and of course, if there's any guys a little bit later down that draft board that might make an impact, whether it's in year one or whether it's further down the line, we'll be talking about that on today's show too so a really really good quarterback class you know we have a lot of talk now 
uh, around Justin Fields and and what's going to happen as well with the 49ers, Mac Jones getting some buzz, lots of different things happening. And of course, Trevor Lawrence expected to be that quarterback one taken off the board with the first pick overall by the Jacksonville Jaguars. So lots to get into. This is a four-part series. We are going to be talking quarterback tight end running back and wide receiver check out all the episodes as they drop over the weekend of the 17th 18th 19th and 20th of april they uh, may already be up by the time you're listening to this but this is the second episode of the series so check them all out uh, really if you do enjoy it drop us a written interview on your favorite podcast app it is much much appreciated so let's dive straight into that conversation myself travis and john In terms of quarterbacks, and uh, I know Travis, myself, yourself, and Sean discussed this class a couple of months back, and we were kind of trying to temper the excitement, but we probably didn't do a very good job of doing it. And myself and Sean have talked a couple of times on this podcast uh, recently, sending, you know, about Lawrence being probably the best prospect of all time, maybe coming out of a college. So, in terms, uh, John, putting this uh, on the spot for you, uh, is this quarterback the best quarterback class of all time? And uh, Travis put this part together on the show sheet. Why is it a resigned indefinitely? <laughs> I, I actually also think <laughs> it's the deepest for sure. We talk about Rich Rebar's Konami code making an impact um, in fantasy football. And that's what this class is. It's an influx of that so much. So it's going to affect rankings for best ball dynasty and even redraft heading into the year, because now you pretty much have to run in order to rank as a QB one, a top 12 option. And that's what a lot of these guys, you know, we, we say the big five because Matt Jones and the other four outside of Matt Jones do run. They're super athletes, even Lawrence himself, whereas Jones doesn't. So that's probably going to set him apart unless he does get that draft capital, which I'm sure we'll talk about here in a second as well. But overall, um, you even go down the list, uh, you know, Kyle Trask, Ian Book averaged nine carries per game. It's just even the guys that are going to go in the sixth and seventh round and we may use in preseason DFS do run as well. So that's why this class just all the way down is super interesting and fun. Yeah, I think um, when like when we've been looking over the last couple of years, Dave Cabin has done some good work as well on Rotovis in terms of the running quarterbacks and how that is kind of lifting the floor of the quarterback position. And you've mentioned it there about how these guys could come in and just affect those rankings and how we kind of look at the position. Uh, Travis, I'll let you go. I know, I know we like we're excited about this class, but but just how excited are you? The closer we get to the draft, with uh, how things are going to shake out in terms of the talent at the position. Yeah, I mean, what John mentioned about there being a bunch of dual threat guys that can make a difference with their legs and through the air, it's it's a really fun class in that regard. But even if you just isolate only their passing metrics and don't do any of the yards per play stuff or, or kind of trying to do ma- any mixed metrics that could help predict capital that when you look at uh, rushing and passing, if you just look at their uh, adjusted yards per attempt numbers uh, and even adjust for uh, you know any kind of meaningful schematic metrics, uh, really, we're, we're looking at a, a class that has Trevor Lawrence with three years, three f- full seasons of 90th percentile plus efficiency at the position like of all time, like really like 95th plus for if we're expanding it out outside like the last 10 years in terms of passing efficiency. And then you've got Justin Fields and Mac Jones, if you count his kind of abridged uh, 2019 as a full year with uh, 90th percentile plus uh, crazy passing efficiency off the charts numbers and we can pick apart Mac Jones's, you know, schematic help and and the guys around him or whatever. But, uh, you know, throwing 
400 yards plus in five games this past year when Alabama as a program has only done that 10 times ever is just unreal. And so he might not have the Konami code, the, the dual threat ability going for him, but even he's really entertaining and interesting. Uh, and then Zach Wilson and Trey Lance, they might have some competition questions, but what they were able to do in, in their sample sizes at their peak, Zach Wilson, uh, you know, putting together maybe the fourth or fifth best efficiency season uh, of all time. If you want to look at it, you know, through the lens of maybe four or five different passing variables. And so it's incredible there. Uh, Trey Lance having that basically what perfect season in, in 2019 with the 28 touchdowns to zero interceptions, adding over a thousand yards on the ground, 14 touchdowns, insane production but my guy still as the quarterback one or two in this class is going to be Justin Fields and I am I'm ecstatic I just I I am so tired of everyone questioning Justin Fields and and you know getting on his case for being out 25 players against Northwestern who was a top 20 defense or knocking on him for you know and not having a perfect Indiana game who's also a top 15 to 20 defense uh, by multiple measures. And then he just absolutely dunks on Clemson, puts up 400 yards and six scores. And everyone's like, eh, it was whatever. Um, like, it's just, I, I really hope Justin Fields goes to the 49ers and just crushes everyone's expectations for him. Ike, he's done at every single step of the way since he was 16 years old and had his own Netflix special, for goodness sakes, and was the, the top overall quarterback in his recruiting class at one point before he just got edged out by Trevor Lawrence, but uh, uh, Justin Fields uh, really could be the, the the steal of the class if he does not get taken uh, third to the 49ers. Yeah, so we have basically we have five guys who are definitely, I think, I think definitely is probably the right word going in the first round. I think upwards of the top 20 picks, and we'll see how many of those guys go in that their top 10. I think we're pretty sure that we're going to have three in the top five and we have Lawrence Wilson Fields Trey Lance and Mac Jones in that group you've mentioned there obviously Justin Fields some people have him basically as a 1B to just behind Trevor Lawrence some people have him as a quarterback five in this group so it, it does vary quite drastically but you've touched on it there just in terms of how you see him uh, you pretty much see him just right there behind Lawrence what, what's your thoughts um John in terms of uh, Justin Fields I guess we'll, we'll dive in on him and do you have him ranked as high or do you even slightly lower than, than Travis may have here? Oh, the people who consider him top five are idiot front offices <laughs> who are just biased, just biased against him. That's it. Um, the dude has the highest career average depth of target among this class. He has the highest average depth of completion among this class. Ohio State receivers have the highest cumulative drop rate among the big, big five we keep discussing last year. Uh, remember in that, in that game against Clemson, Fields averaged 13 and a half yards per attempt, the college football game, mind you. And the second highest yards per attempt posted against Clemson to that point was 8.7. So nearly five more yards per attempt. If you need, you asked QB1 or QB2 or whatever, where do I stand? Uh, I've debated this a lot. I'm in a dynasty league. I run a team with pro football focuses, Ian Hart. It's friend of the show, I'm sure. And we have a 1.02 and need a quarterback. Um, we built our team around running backs and tight ends because everyone else drafted wide receiver. All we did was zig when they zag, whatever, even though I'm not a running back connoisseur in dynasty leagues. And so we were stuck with Drew Locke, Sam Darnold, Kyle Allen. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Just a bunch of guys we were plugging in. And even though it's a 1QB league, I think we're going Justin Fields at 1.02 overall. I think he's the second pick in dynasty leagues, even if he's not the number three overall pick to the 49ers, because there are still so many outs for him to be a top five, top six option, not only in his rookie rookie contract, but this year, because he could land with the Panthers and start over Darnold if Darnold falters. He could land with the Broncos. And as we know, any rookie quarterback that falls with the Broncos is starting in the first month. Drew Locke ain't making it out of the first two months. And so, yeah, uh, I love Fields as the 1.02, pretty much in every format, although I've listened to Kyle Pitts and tied in premium. The economy is made up of real people doing real stuff, and it affects everything, which you obviously know since you're a real person doing real stuff. Marketplace is here to help you get smart about everything beyond the what of the day's business and economic news. We dig into the how and the why with the real people driving our economy. From big tech and interest rates to small businesses and what's happening at the Fed, Marketplace breaks it all down so you don't have to. Listen to Marketplace wherever you get your podcasts. At Simple Mobile, you get the no contract advantage. Those other mobile companies make you think you're in control, but you're really not. They lure you in with shiny new phones and then lock you into long-term agreements. But Simple Mobile is different. You can get a 30-day plan starting at $25. You can also get the latest smartphones, or if you have a compatible phone you love, you can bring it. Just text BYOP to 611611 to see if your phone is compatible. It's the reliability you need when you need it. All on a powerful nationwide 5G network. With no mystery fees, no activation fees, and no contract ever. All for less money and no contract ever. 5G-capable device and SIM required. Actual availability and coverage and speed may vary. 5G network not available in all areas. 5G upload speed not yet available. Message and data rates may apply. Visit simplemobile.com slash privacy policy for privacy policy. Service plan required for activation. Terms at simplemobile.com. Yeah, I think I, I, I'm i glad to hear you say that, John. I think uh, me and Travis are both very in agreement there. In terms of the, the guys, I guess we'll say in that top five, uh, is there any that you see, and maybe we'll just do it this way, we'll go and jump through them, I'll I'll name the player. You say bust or not, and there's going to be five guys here. All five aren't going to be top end quarterbacks for the next twenty years. You know we're not going to be that spoiled. I don't think so. I'll let uh, we'll go first to Travis Trevor Lawrence uh, header bust. I mean, we've kind of known for five plus years that uh, he was going to be uh, a hit, and he's been a hit at every single level. And you can nitpick all you want about his intermediate passing or whatever you want to say, but there's virtually. Uh, no holes to poke there. And he's going to be going into a system with uh, Urban Meyer that uh, is going to go all in on him and probably build him uh, some, you know, some new weapons around him even this year. So 
I'm saying hit easy for, for Trevor Lawrence. And I think uh, most most people have been doing so for three plus years. I think there are two hits. I think Lawrence is a hit. And I, I honestly think Fields is a hit. Um, all the analysis coming out of talking heads from the NFL is wrong. It's very clear. They just haven't looked at the guy all the way through. Um, so I think he's one of the, well, he's obviously the number two quarterback prospect per me in this class. And I just, I don't see a way he fails. Like every, he checks every single box. Yeah, Fields, I mean, I, I, as I've already kind of uh, gone on about uh, <laughs> a little bit, I'm <laughs> obviously a little, a little opinionated when it comes to, to Fields. But I think we might just still be scratching the surface of his potential because he, he got his entire freshman season wasted at Georgia because because Kirby Smart thought it was smart and uh, smart to start uh, Jake Fromm instead of him. Uh, and so he, we've only seen two seasons, and really this past year was a, a, shortened season, a shortened season. So I think he's still improving and still getting better, and he's just scratching the surface of the potential that could be uh, one of the greats uh, if he does – um, you know, land in a good spot and ha- has, you know, some, you know, decent offensive linemen that actually are, are able to keep him upright. That's going to be key. But I-, I love everything about his profile from his passing to uh, his mobility to the, the no questions about the level of competition that he pl- he was up against. And uh, by any measure, um, he just is quarterback one or two. Uh, I even took him as a qu- the quarterback one last summer uh, in an actual draft. So put my money where my mouth was uh, last year, even a year ago. And I, I'm still there with Justin Fields. I'm, I'm just going to excite Travis more here, but I will add <laughs> that if, and we don't know, we literally just don't know who's going at number three right now, but if it does happen to be Justin's Fields, like I don't know if I will do it, but I'm absolutely listening. If he's the QB one over Trevor Lawrence, I'm absolutely listening to someone give that spiel because he does have more of a rushing floor than Lawrence and he'll arguably be in the better offense long-term. Yep. I I think he's he's right there. uh, I think I might already be there. (laughs) Good. I mean, I support it. I absolutely support it. In terms of Lawrence, like we've talked a lot about the, we like Chenault and uh, Chark. Like there's a lot of things I love about the Jacksonville like offense they have you know james robinson a big season last year but there's always the problem that they are the jacksonville jaguars and how that works out so like you mentioned if he lands in that 49ers offense with kyle shanahan the players that are there you know brant nayuk kettle just so much talent that is uh, around him uh, and then we can you know the sky is the limit so i think if that is the situation that we have lawrence at one and he's going to jacksonville and we have uh, fields heading down to the 49ers I think that there is a real uh, call that can be made. In terms of the other guys that we have, we'll just go rapid fire through them. In terms of we're we're saying hit or bust, and that is Zach Wilson up next, and uh, I'll bounce that over to John. He's such a tough evaluation. I I love watching him play too, but you talk about his schedule, of course, and Bill Connolly's SP plus metric only played four teams in the top twenty the past two years, and only five in the top fifty, I believe. Also had. Um, according to ESPN's pass blocking metrics, a top 20 pass blocking unit. And you look at the names listed there, and it includes three guaranteed NFL prospects, two that are coming out this year, and another that's coming out next year. Um, so it's just it's just really hard to know what he'll be at the next level, but he can clearly make the throws. And I just hope he succeeds. I really do, because he's such a fun player to watch. Oh, I guess I have to say hit or miss. Uh, I'm going to say hit. <laughs> Although when people say bust, like I get it. I totally understand, uh, especially because the schedule. Like it, it was just so easy. But I'm going to say hit. I, I think his skill sets translate 
And I'm so tired of trying to evaluate fringe quarterbacks whenever they do something so well. Like we've learned this from Justin Herbert, from Josh Allen the past few years. All you got to do is link up with someone who knows how to use their quarterback and offense properly, and the sky's the limit. So I don't know about Robert Sala uh, but and Michael LaFleur, but if they know how to use Zach Wilson properly, then sure, he can definitely be um, an amazing prospect. Yeah, I'm just going to say that uh, I'm going to keep mine shorter and say that if if there's a bust in this crew, it's going to be Zach Wilson. I think I have some questions with this competition. He had an insanely, like I said earlier, like he's got maybe a top five season by, you know, adjusted efficiency passing metrics alone uh, in this season against basically uh, a bunch of Joe Schmoes and, you know, future non-NFL players, um, which was great. But, uh, yeah, I think going to a situation where it looks like he's going to the Jets, that's another reason uh, why I just frankly uh, I would bet on failure uh, just because whoever landed uh, with the Jets uh, just statistically has a way better chance of failing. Sorry, Jets fans, but uh, <laughs> that's not very uh, analytical of me to say. But um, I would say if, the, if there was going to be anyone to bust out of this crew, it would be Wilson. But I hope not because he, he is a lot of fun and some of the throws he makes are just kind of silly. So we have two left to go, and I'm going to hit with Trey Lance. And uh, John, have your say on Trey Lance at uh, North Dakota State. Practically a one-year wonder, but given his entire skill set, I am going to go hit as well. Again, it's probably going to come down to the offense and coaching staff he lands with. But what I love about guys like Lance is that they just have more outs to succeed, whereas someone like Mac Jones, like if – if this one thing he does really well, passing within 10 yards of the line of scam- scrimmage, making his first read, like if that doesn't translate and he's forced to work out of structure in the league, like permanently, let's say he slips and goes to the lines or something, my guess is it would be an absolute disaster. Whereas Lance, at least he he has the traits to make something work. So again, I will go hit. And you know if you just pop him into any college model, I'm, I'm pretty sure he would come out perhaps as even the number three quarterback over Zach Wilson if we knew he was just more than a one-year wonder. I'm right there with you. I'm going to call him a hit and because I think he has way more outs as, as the traits are just off the charts and that mobility that he has. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Like I think people should be talking about Justin Fields versus Trey, Trey Lance at that two slot rather than just, oh, it's obviously Zach Wilson. Uh, and, and I'm right there with you just – looking at that, what he was able to do in that one crazy season. Uh, maybe he doesn't, maybe he struggles out of the gate because it, frankly, he's got one semi-meaningful game of, of football played in the past two years, you know, almost, you know, by the time he actually starts an NFL game, it's going to be a long time since he actually was playing meaningful football. So maybe there's, uh, you know, some, some slow start uh, for, for Trey Lance, but I think ultimately he's a hit. So I said a minute ago, and I might be getting proven wrong here, I said I don't think there's going to be five of these guys that all become superstars you know, five years down the line. So we have Mac Jones left, and we could be here to get five out of five in terms of who we think is going to hit. So I'll let Travis go first on this one. Mac Jones, what's the, the outlook? I mean, again, like because this class analytically, just from a passing efficiency standpoint, is almost objectively the best quarterback class, at least this century, uh, just from a depth standpoint. Um, and Mac Jones is no exception, like having two seasons of incredible pass efficiency. But when he was pressured, when he was forced to, um, you know, actually struggle for a second because his receivers weren't open and within the first half second, um, you know, he did c- kind of crumble under pressure in, in some spots and really struggle uh, in, in that way. So I think I could see that happening to where he would be uh, another guy I would bet 
would bust. And it's probably has to do with a lot with his just lack of uh, true mobility, especially when compared to any of the other four in this class. Well, there are just still so many question marks for Jones, which is why yeah. it's a miss for me. Uh, we really don't know yet. Like we know he has the arm strength, but we don't know about his accuracy really downfield since the stars align for him at Alabama between offensive line, backfield, receiving casts. Like you couldn't have been put in a better, better situation to engineer. So you better have had monster production. Uh, and <laughs> yeah. that is my concern. It, like if he lands at number three, it probably is a hit, honestly, because they're set up well and uh, he'll be working with Kyle Shanahan, but anywhere else, it would be a miss in my opinion. So that's that's what I'm thinking as well. Yeah, and I definitely think if I, I would, I don't know if you agree, but if I was one of these quarterbacks, I know there's the prestige of going number one overall, but I, if I was any of these quarterbacks, I'd be kind of pretty much praying that I'm falling to number three at this point yep. and, and landing in San Francisco, immediate chance to to go in there and win. Everyone talks about Kyle Shanahan, his offensive mind and how things work there. The defense should have a lot of players back from injury as well. Like I just think the upside for a quarterback coming into the league is that third spot should be the dream scenario. As I mentioned at the start of the show, this is going to be a four-part series. It was a four-part conversation. We're going to be looking as well at all the position groups, basically, in terms of the skill positions, wide receiver, tight end, running back, and quarterback. Uh, be sure to check out all four shows as they're released. They are going to be released from the 17th of April, basically 18th, 19th, 20th, as the four shows drop day on day. Check back in on your Rotoviz radio feed. Make sure you subscribe to get all those shows once they go live. So much great content on Rotoviz this offseason and throughout the season. We'll have you covered multiple shows every single day. Get your uh, fix as you get ready for the draft or as you get ready for the season. Get yourself into uh, prime position to win your fantasy championship in 2021. As always, as a loyal podcast listener, you can save yourself 10% off a one-year Rotoviz subscription on rotoviz.com by adding the code RVRADIO2021 at checkout or by going to rotoviz.com forward slash podcast for more information. Get you access to all of the tools, all of the content up on the website. Get yourself just along with the podcast content just gets you set up perfectly for success this upcoming year uh, so that once again is rv radio 2021 that's going to do it for today's show make sure you join back to, to get all four shows as we get ready here for the draft hopefully you will enjoy those if you do like them drop a written interview on your favorite podcast app much much appreciated if you haven't already make sure you're following john daigle on twitter at not j daigle that is d-a-i-g-l-e he is, of course, of NBC Sports Edge. You can find all the content he'll be sharing there on his Twitter feed and as well with Travis. Follow him on Twitter at FF underscore Travis M. You can find all his work up on rotaviz.com and, of course, the fantastic College to Canton podcast where he breaks down prospects like this uh, all the way through, maybe even a year or two before they hit that NFL uh, you know, stage at the, the draft night or maybe even undrafted and he gets you set up for success there. So, check that out as well once again that is the college to canton podcast thanks to both guys for jumping on and um, they're both fantastic guys fantastic followers on social media with superb content make sure you check them out of course my name is colin kelly you can follow me on twitter at overtime ireland until we're back with another edition of the show of course have a good one
Get really into your favorite shows and movies all in one place with Flex, a 4K streaming box you get free with Xfinity Internet. And get Peacock Premium at no additional cost. Learn more at Xfinity.com slash Flex. Restrictions apply requires postpaid Xfinity Internet excluding Internet Essentials, one device included.